0: I'm Leanne Spencer, expert in corporate well-being, author, and your host. Welcome to the Remove the Guestwork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show's brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Move the Guestwork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. And before I get going on this week, which I think you're going to really enjoy, actually, it's all about getting more from doing less. And who doesn't want that? I just want to broadcast an upcoming webinar that we've got, which is with Kelly Hartman. Kelly is the Chief Wellness and Engagement Officer for a company called Flywire. Uh, and they're an international company. And they do incredible things for their flymates, as they call them, all around well-being. It's, it's some really, really good stuff there. And obviously, my company, BodyShot, is a well-being company. So I thought, why not get Kelly onto the podcast and ask her some questions and have a really thoughtful and insightful conversation about what they do for well-being, where well-being sits within diversity and inclusion, why it's going to be absolutely vital to lead with well-being as we move into the next phase of business life, as we move out of the uh, the crisis phase of the coronavirus pandemic and into what we hope is going to be normality again on whatever terms that is. So that's going to be Thursday, the 22nd of April at four o'clock UK time. Now, Kelly is Australian. She's currently living in Dominica. Flywire, as I mentioned, is a global company. So we expect to have listeners All across the world contributing to this conversation. So I hope to see you there. I'll post a link in the show notes as to how you can sign up for that. But let's get on with today's episode, getting more from doing less. Now, the thinking behind this is that I, like anybody, have limited time for exercise, even though I absolutely enjoy it. Um, and I'll always make time for this. I've got other things going on and I don't always want to spend an hour and a half doing a workout. If I can actually get the result I'm looking for in less time than that, unless of course I'm happy to take my time over a workout, look out the window, you know, chill out a little bit and not have a totally flat out workout where I'm really up against the clock. And I think most people have the same challenges. Now we don't have a huge amount of time. If you've got family life, you've possibly got even less than me. So let's talk about, how you can get more from doing less and what the science tells us about that as well so the first thing is i think it's really beneficial to think about what it is that you want from your fitness regime what do you get from it what's important because when you look at cutting down the time i think the intensity possibly needs to go up but certainly your intention needs to be really honed in on you know what are you doing this for Are you absolutely focusing on that goal while you're there in the gym, in the studio, in the garden, wherever you may be? And I spent a bit of time thinking about what fitness is to me and what I really want to get from it. And it's never really been about the aesthetic for me. I mean, I have a certain body composition I want to maintain, a certain look, an athletic look, but it isn't super ripped, super muscly. And I I gave some thought to, to what it is then. And it comes down to four things. And one of them is health. You know, I want to minimise my risk of disease. I want to be as healthy as possible, have my body functioning well. And of course, as our tagline suggests, it's all about health span, not lifespan. So I want to maintain good health and be disease-free for as long as possible. That is always an absolute given. But the three other things are strength. I like to be physically strong. And that's measured really against my own baseline. Can I lift what I want to lift? can I run as quickly as I want to run? Am I functionally fit? So can I get my suitcase off the carousel in airports? Um, Can I lift shopping? Can I lift furniture? Can I do everything that, that I need to do pretty much? And strength has many different connotations as well. You know, there's mentally strong, emotionally strong, physically strong, but I guess we're kind of talking about physical, bleeding into some of those other things as well. Mood is number three, maintaining a good mood or a balance of hormones that contribute to good mood dopamine, to a degree oxytocin, serotonin, definitely endorphins, what we call a dose of happiness. Moods really important. As I've said before on the podcast, I'm perimenopausal and I'm not having particularly strong symptoms at all. But occasionally I notice that my mood's a bit lower and I can't put it down to anything in particular, although during a pandemic, it is hard to know what's what while you're still in it. I've noticed that exercise just gets me out of that. Um, So mood is definitely an important part of why I exercise and why I maintain good fitness. And then the last one is energy. Uh, It's really important to me to have plenty of energy. And I find that being physically fit gives me that energy exercise, as long as I don't overdo it, gives me that energy. So I can, you know, I've talked a bit about the afterburn in some social media posts recently. You know, if I've got something tricky to do, or I've got a full day of of activities or work, I'll do a workout and then crack on with whatever it is I want to get done in what I call the afterburn, which is where you've got all the hormones um, flowing around. You're feeling good, you're feeling energized, you know, just come off a Peloton bike ride or whatever it is and boom, get straight into that task. So they're the four reasons, health, strength, mood, and energy and they're why I do these things. So how do you get more bang for your buck? Well, it's focusing on intensity and there's some great workouts like HIIT workouts and interval workouts that uh, really crank up the intensity but don't take very long to do. So Tabata is one that I've talked about before and is well known. It's four minutes of 20 seconds of intense exercise followed by 10 seconds of rest and you repeat that eight times which is four minutes and you should be pretty done at the end of that if you've gone for it. There's clinical trials that found that HIIT workouts actually enhance endurance performance and aerobic changes more than high volume exercise. In other words, in doing a HIIT workout, you may get the same or arguably better benefits than doing a longer workout. So it's about intensity as opposed to duration. And I think that's a one key takeaway from this podcast I'd love you to walk off with, which is that we shouldn't measure our workouts on time. Um, unless it's very specific uh, to something you're trying to achieve. That's not the way to measure productivity. The same as it is isn't in the working world. You know, I can come in and sit there for eight hours, but what have I done? We should measure on output. We should measure on intensity. So try and get that intensity down into a shorter period of time, but the intensity up. Being laser focused on what you want to get done from a workout as well, which is part of the intensity. Right, I'm going into this workout to... Kickstart a few health benefits, but ultimately I want to improve my mood and come out with better energy. I reckon I can do two or three tabatas with a warm up and a cool down, and I'll get my goal done. And that's going to take me about 20 minutes. And that's fantastic because you could spend 40 minutes on a watt bike or 40, 50 minutes doing a run, and then you'd get those benefits potentially, but you could have done it in half the time with some HIT. Now, of course, you're going to want variety. You're not always going to want to do HIT. You're not always going to feel like the intensity that HIT requires but it also comes back to your intention. What do you want to get from that workout? Just why I spent a few minutes at the beginning of this pod talking about what I like to get from a workout. And some of that is specific and some of that's broader, like health is a broad goal. Also think about time under tension, super slow workouts. So you do a squat, you've got the barbell on your back and you lower very slowly and come up very slowly. You're increasing your time under tension, but you're actually having to do fewer reps because of that increased time under tension. And you could vary it up as well. You could do a set of squats where you go fast but controlled, Will you go super slow or you go super slow down and come up at normal speed. You can play around with it. They are some of the, the things around getting more from doing less. Play around with this, but also focus on your basic fitness fundamentals. So there's the workout time you spend, whether it's 40 minutes doing a a class or just 20 minutes doing HIIT or even 10 minutes doing HIIT can be really, really effective. But also think about the basic fitness fundamentals. And that's, that's where I get a lot of my fitness benefit from. It's not just the workouts, it's walking, it's standing. And it's thinking about recovery as well, because here's, here's the, the last idea for you. You could be going in and doing the HIIT workout, going and doing your longer runs and doing plenty of walking and plenty of standing. But if you aren't getting adequate recovery, it's a little bit like going to a farmer's market, buying the best ingredients you can get, coming back, studiously following the the recipe book, putting it in the oven, taking the dish out to cool on the side, and then forgetting to go back in and serve and eat it. Recovery is the eating portion of that food. It's when you get all the benefit of the efforts that you just put in. So don't neglect that aspect of it either. Um, Get your fitness fundamentals, uh, which are often sort of lower key than people think. Also put in those structured exercise sessions, thinking about how you can get more from doing less. Focus on intensity and intention and focus and less about time spent in the gym. And you could probably get quite a bit of time back in the week if you really focused in on that and put some more hit and interval style, short, powerful sessions into your routine. So, I hope that's been helpful. It's something I've given a lot of thought to recently. Try and put this into practice. If it's relevant to you, share it with anyone you think needs to hear it, as always. And we get loads of great feedback on these episodes, and I'm appreciative of that. So, um, that's it from me. Stay healthy. We'll speak to you next week, and all the very best for now. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our Health IQ quiz. If you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.